Hi, we're here for episode nine of Inner Space. How are you today, Rachel? I'm good. How are you, Emily? I'm great. And we're extremely excited because today is our first day having a guest. Yes, yes, yes. We're very excited. Uh, we have Missy Schaefer here. Missy owns Schaefer Specialty Landscaping, and she's a rock star landscape designer. Hi, Missy. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We're so excited to have you. I am excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. So did you all have a good 4th of July? It's a distant memory at this point. But <laughs> it's a tough one for me because I have one, two dogs and one gets very, very upset on the 4th of oh, July. Sad. So this year I bought her a space shirt. Is that what it's called? No. No. I'm, th- uh, I'm thinking thunder of thunder shirt. Thunder shirt. <laughs> so yeah so that seemed to help a little bit but it's sad to see her entire body quaking i heard that you went to a really awesome party i did it was really awesome <laughs> that party was at my house <laughs> we had our first big party at our Vashon house this year for the fourth of july and it was our first party really at all since having kids wow it's um, been a long time since you've had a party yes i know <laughs> well they're not that old <laughs> but yeah it was it was our first time really being kind of social. <laughs> so um, one of the things that, that I noticed is we were picking up and cleaning up the, the yard and mowing the lawn, and and our yard is very overgrown. We moved into a house that was a fixer-upper on purpose, as I've mentioned in the past, and we enjoy fixing it up, but getting to the outside of the house has been... Um, on the back burner? It's been kind of on the back burner. We get out just enough to, to do the basics, to mow the lawn. And we did get as far as removing blackberry bushes that were covering what we discovered to be a chicken coop. And we found out that we also had a tree in our backyard that we didn't know existed because it was covered by, with um, blackberry. blackberry bushes. Did you get rid of the chicken coop? The chicken coop is gone. Uh, yes. So I have a fear of chickens. Oh. Yeah. I They're, thought that might have been a nice playhouse for your kids. Well, but then it's got all the poop stuff, and it was mm. it was nasty. It was yeah. gross. It was like overgrown and sounds gross. Yeah, it's it smelled funny, and <laughs> <laughs> it's a fire pit now. <laughs> Much better. Makes you feel a lot better about it. But um, but one thing that I the the reason I say it drives me nuts is because I feel like as well as our interior spaces are exterior spaces have they reflect on who we are as well mm, yeah. and how we feel and how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about our self-respect and our pride I pull up in my driveway and I see my front yard and I just I want to look the other way <laughs> cringe <laughs> cringe worthy yeah it, it affects our mood tremendously so yeah. um this is why we decided to introduce Missy this week and talk to us a little bit about the uplifting nature that that nature can have <laughs> on our moods and ourselves. Yeah, that's such a great, I love this topic. Thank yeah. you for bringing it up. I didn't even think of it. So, Yeah, so, it's a great opportunity for you guys to be able to see the connection between your interior living space and your outdoor living space. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the, the inner and the outer is- at another level. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, of course, how that all that reflects on our in mm-hmm. ourselves and on our, our absolutely moods and um so one of the things that i was thinking missy you see people before and after in their exterior spaces do you see a change in their mood and and the way that they feel in their spaces before oh absolutely after? absolutely i think that 
um, a lot of times for our clients, it feels like they are coming to us because they know they want something to change and they know that they want the space to reflect them or um, the way their lifestyle is in a different way. And so they don't always know how to implement those ideas. So coming to us, we help them to try to um, try to uh, kind of redefine those things for them, provide a design um, that will help us to then be able to install something that they'll be able to use both functionally and that also is aesthetically pleasing for them. And um, everybody has a different style. So a lot of our discussion revolves around kind of what it is they're looking for um, style-wise, if they're looking for a calm and reflective space, or if they're looking for something that's going to be really um, uh, exciting, uh, you know, lots of color, lots of, just a right. lot of energy going right. on in the space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a little bit of dissecting kind of their, their wants and needs and trying to put it together as a. Sort as of, a functional space. Like coming up with their vision for it, right? Definitely. Like you, I feel like everything has to start with that. You start with yeah. a vision and then right. you kind of reverse engineer it and figure out how to make that happen. Absolutely. And a lot of times I'll go on to a property and um, not even having really gotten too in-depth yet in a conversation with a client, but I can kind of see what that space kind of speaks to me, how it speaks mm -hmm. to me and what I can envision in the space. And so I'm already, I already have a little bit of a springboard about ideas and things I'd like to propose mm -hmm. to the client. Mm -hmm. And then it's just determining whether that is what the client is looking for. Right. That sounds um, so familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's a really creative process, you know? And I think that, um, I find more and more that clients are really interested in being involved in the process. And yeah. I think, you know, I don't know if in the interior design world this is the case, but I think with the rise of the HGTV makeover oh shows, which are both a blessing and a curse right. on the industry. I'd say more of a curse than a blessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what it has fueled, though, is a, a passion for homeowners to really be involved in the process. Yeah. You know, and and so they kind of know what they want. And instead of the designer really telling them what they want, they do have more of a voice and that can be a really good thing. Um, right. And I appreciate that. So yeah. um, people yeah. used to have more, there's almost more of a cookie cutter approach, I guess. Like everybody just thought, oh, this absolutely. is the way to do it. And yeah, absolutely. The there's so done. much more personalization, I feel like, right. to a design um, these days because homeowners really are getting involved. Um, and, and even if they aren't, if, if it's really the designer's choices and and they're the ones kind of helping to direct the design mm -hmm. um i think homeowners still feel like they're they're involved and their um vision that they have mm -hmm. in their mind is still being represented mm -hmm. so yeah well and i think that that's probably at least as far as interior design too it, that's a very important part of design is understanding it's that initial communication to understand what their vision is and being Absolutely. able to implement their vision um, I always tell my clients that it's their design. I just made it happen. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. how do people respond? Do people get that mostly? Or are there um, people who just sort of look so at you like, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> they love it. They feel really excited by it. And they, they get really um, pumped up. Sometimes they feel a little bit nervous when I tell them that initially because but I don't know how to. And yes, you do. Right. You just need yeah. to communicate. Yeah. And, and that's how you do it. It's in but, there. Um, and then I also have clients that get a little possessive of it where, well, mm, I did all the work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sure you did. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's all. It's it's fun. I don't know. So it's great. Yeah. 
I, I love doing the work. I love seeing the clients after the finished um, product is revealed. You know, all the co contractors are out of the way. Um, they yeah. can actually see the space and see themselves enjoying it and, and, you know, really seeing this design come to life. It's really, yeah, it's just, it's a, makes you feel really proud of the space. Right. Mm -hmm. Homeowners feel the same way. Yeah. I was just going to say, mm -hmm. you probably can see a lot of their pride as well. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And do you have, do you have any crazy stories to tell us about? <laughs> crazy stories. No names oh, need to be mentioned. <laughs> but everybody okay. knows each other here. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, actually, Rachel and I both collaborated, yes. somewhat not knowingly, on a design um, for a client that she started with, mm -hmm. um, doing some interior work. And then she referred us to do some of the landscape work. And for this client um, on the on our end, uh, I he had an idea. He listens, by the way. He he was a fantastic <laughs> client. He mm. was the perfect client. <laughs> he is a wonderful client. We we're not saying this just because he does so, listen. So so appreciative. So appreciative. <laughs> um, but he he I could tell that he had an idea of the style he liked. He had an aesthetic about you know, his home and the space. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was a matter of kind of picking up on, on what those, um, cues were and coming up with something that would also fun function for him and be an extension of that living space, mm. trying to pull some of the interior design qualities into the exterior and, you know, vice versa, interior mm -hmm. designers do the same thing mm -hmm. and, you know, reverse that and bring a lot of the exterior right. woods, um, stone, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of those. We were absolutely on the interiors looking at the exterior yeah, space. And this right. was before absolutely. Missy had come into it. But yeah. but even then, there were views to keep in mind. And there was right. the fact that where it was set, it was in a forested area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. bringing that forested feeling back into the home. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, for this client, um, he didn't feel like he needed a full design um, provided for him. So what we worked off of was more of a conceptual design, which is um, the way I do it creatively is to really, you know, study the space, take some photos, and then just start sketching up, you know, what the space could look like. And that way, it just allows for the client to see what my vision is, and to see if we're on the same page. Right. And then, you know, it's, it give it's it allows another level for the client to have to then provide to to kind of trust that the designer knows what they're doing mm -hmm. and that you know they're going to direct the install um, to to really pull this this concept together and so it turned out great it turned That's, out really great he's, it really did it's beautiful and he's thrilled he's with it. thrilled with it he's using the space just the way he wanted to. Um, for this client, it was really important for him to have a um, a bonfire pit, and that's a really mm -hmm. um, that's a very integral part of the outdoor living landscape these mm -hmm. days. Is to have a space where you can feel like you can go and relax and socialize mm -hmm. and just kind of be in a reflective right. area. And mm -hmm. so, a kind of a a bonfire pit provides kind of that central design element of which all of those things happen around. It's like the outdoor living room. It right. is the outdoor living room. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I kind of 
relate it to, you know, you're having a dinner party in your home and you start in the, the kitchen and everybody's mm-hmm. kind of gathering around because that's where everything happens, right? Because you're everyone likes food, to eat. Everybody loves to eat. <laughs> you always end up in the kitchen. You're yeah. always talking, you know. Yeah, there's great conversation going around. You might be having drinks. And then you you transition into the, the dining room. Mm-hmm. And you're eating and you're having a wonderful meal. And then you finish with desserts and you're having an aperitif or whatever. And then you transition to the living room. So there's all these transitional spaces. Mm-hmm. And the, the exterior can be the same way, mm-hmm. you know, with the rise of outdoor kitchens and outdoor bars mm-hmm. and fire pit areas, you know, kind of conversational areas, um, you have all these unique transitions in outdoor rooms, so to speak. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to have one. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm so excited. Like, it's my favorite room in this Mm -hmm. house. My husband and our building. And um, we we have a room that's, it's kind of a negative space that's in between the master suite and the living room. Okay. So it's an outdoor dining room. It's like a courtyard almost. Oh, I love that. It's like a covered... Covered outdoor dining room yeah. with a fireplace. I love it. And it's going to oh look out over like a Zen garden, which is beyond beyond that or woods. Yes. So it's going to be awesome. It is. It's that sounds incredibly. Yeah. yeah. That sounds incredibly relaxing. Yeah. Oh, how and nice. then because we live in a climate where there's a lot of rain, it's covered so mm-hmm. we can use it a lot of the year. We have the fireplace mm-hmm. to yeah. keep it warm. So I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, and I think it. You know, I think having that space outside helps to extend the seasons, mm-hmm. you know, of, of being That's able true. to live in that space. Right. Yeah, you get yeah. to enjoy your space in the rainy season. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. then looking over the Zen garden, it becomes a place of reflection, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, all those elements. Yeah, that sounds like a wonderful space yeah. for you, Emily. Yeah. So I have a question about the conceptual design versus a full design. Mm-hmm. So. What would, because I know what that difference is in interior design. I'm wondering what that is in landscape design. When you provide a concept, you do your sketches. What would you do if you were going to be doing a full design? What would you add on to that? Yeah. So the way I describe my process of design, um, a conceptual design for my clients is typically um, a very uh, rough rendering of, of, the idea. So it's for me, what I like to do Mm -hmm. most is I like to take a picture of the space that we're working in. Mm -hmm. And then I use an overlay to kind of draw out the space, you know, it's it's more drawing to scale and getting more detail or, or is it to scale? The conceptual is not always to scale. Okay. No, I'm sorry. We're still on this conceptual. In my head, we were taking it a step further. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's okay. So I'm going to transition from the conceptual to the full design. And the conceptual is not typically to scale. This is my design process. This may not be how other um, designers do it. But for me, it's really just that initial... being able to share that vision with a client, because I often find that sometimes clients can't honestly relate to a one-dimensional, scaled design, you know, top-down view. It it doesn't translate to them. So to right. be able to kind of show them something that looks more tangible helps to sometimes jumpstart that design process. So right. then moving into a full design, um, we yes, we are doing two scale um, of the space of the whole property, whatever the area Mm -hmm. is that we're focusing on. And we create a base map from there. We'll focus on layout options and that helps to, to dictate the flow of the space. It helps to dictate the design elements that are going to be included in the space. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of once we get those uh, key kind of bones to the, the area, then we can kind of go from there working on the other layers of, 
you know, what types of materials we're using, what types of plants we're using. Okay. And then everything kind of comes together. Um, I see. Yeah. 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 Very similar to interior design. Very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think even with the install process, because not only does our company do the design, but we also do the install, it's a very similar um, process, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of wiping, you know, wiping the slate clean and then building it up. And, you know, it's everybody always says that the bones of the space, the hardscape, the stone, concrete, whatever that may be, decking, et cetera, um, is what really drives the design. And I say, you know, it is, but my favorite part is bringing in the plants at the end mm. because it well, yeah, really it's the finishing accentu- touch. Oh, it's the finishing yeah. touch and it accentuates all those wonderful, you know, natural elements of the stone and of the, you know, decking and yeah, so it's like what really brings it to life. It really is. It is exactly what brings it to life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think clients are always so surprised that you know, they think it looks so finished and then it's like, and then the plants come in and they're like, oh my gosh, right. now it's finished. You know what's funny is I, I think I'm the most backwards designer because I like, <laughs> I think the most exciting part to me is the demo. <laughs> I love to see houses ripped apart. I'm like, oh, look what is inside the wall here. Right. I'm actually burying something in the wall of my house. Oh, I love that you're doing In that. case someday, maybe hopefully when a long time from happens. now. Somebody will find this little thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That is so it's like cool. A, it's a talisman of removing obstacles. Which so, means? What so, is a talisman of remo- well, removing Well, it's like a obstacles. little, not really a figure. He's actually made out of a piece of brick from uh-huh. Vashon. Ooh. And he has a little face painted on him. And he's supposed to be, it's called a Daruma. Uh-huh. And he's supposed to be a remover of obstacles. So Are you going to leave a little note that explains There's a little what it note is? that explains That's it. That's so good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You and know, the funny thing is we realize he looks kind of like our contractor, the little face. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told the contractor this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he will be buried in the wall. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's you know, we've we've been ripping out the carpet from the upper level of our home. We Initially, the first thing we did when we moved in was rip out the carpet downstairs, and we found a clipping from a newspaper. This is kind of gross, fair warning. Shows how old the carpet was. <laughs> and this newspaper clipping was from 1949. Uh-huh. So I've got a newspaper clipping that I save on a corkboard. Younger than my husband, then. Yeah. <laughs> Still way too old for carpet. That's just absolutely disgusting. So, <laughs> so we've been ripping it out upstairs as well. And there was this little ridge that I felt. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, telling my husband, I think that we're going to pull the carpet out and we'll find that there's a loose floorboard and there's treasure right. buried underneath. There. And, you know, really, it's just the sagging floors. Uh, <laughs> I thought maybe it was a dead the mouse of or older something. Homes. I know. So oh, oh, that would no. That hopefully, ooh, I hope I would have smelled that before. Right, got that to that point. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that we've talked a lot about, we talked to originally about um, how you create a vision and you're developing your concept initially, and the way that I do that a lot is I'll I'll abstract it and I ask my clients to um, tell me more about how they want to feel in their space, and rather than giving me Mm -hmm. images of spaces I ask them to give me images imagery in their mind of you know what makes them feel that way a sunny day on the beach or absolutely yeah do you do that as well in your designs yeah I do I think sometimes it's hard for um 
I feel like sometimes clients can't quite mentally go there. It's it's, it's hard. It is. It is totally it is. hard. And honestly, it's hard for me to do sometimes. It's like, why do I feel this way in this space mm-hmm. um, that I really love, but I can't quite put my finger on why I why I really love it. You know, mm-hmm. I really encourage my clients to do a lot of magazine clipping or, you know, take pictures. Um, so that way I have both a very tangible visual, vis- right. visual to see. And then also, yes, I, you know, I hate to say that I'm trying to get into their minds, but it's, mm-hmm. it is definitely trying to right. dissect and pull out the things that are um, kind of continual themes throughout all of those, you know, mm-hmm. both in the photos and then kind of what they're trying to tell me and what ties it all together and what ties it all together. And and I feel like that's that's kind of my job is to kind of try to find those common grounds and those mm. common threads through everything and then tie them together in the design. Do I you do the same th- thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, okay. and, and actually, I really love what you as much as it sounds kind of creepy saying get into their yeah. minds. But it's so true because it, it reminds me um, when I was younger, I used to act mm-hmm. and I did film and theater acting and. When I design for a client, I feel a little bit like when I was acting. You sure. research the character and you become a part of that character. And and I try to think the way that they think. and mm-hmm. Envision really... yourself in that space mm-hmm. as the client. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's a dance, right? Between very much so. The very client. Much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, agree. And there's also, like you said, with it being a dance, there's also that balance of, you know, trying to be trying to think the way your client thinks, but then also maintaining your professionalism and your expertise as far mm. as what you do understand as a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because sometimes I'll, I will get lost in what the client thinks and be like, oh, the client loves this and this and this. And all of a sudden I'll stop and say, wait a minute, they hired me for a reason. They need my input. Right. They need me yeah. to refrain them. for re- Refrain them? Refrain? Restrain. <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need a um, straight jacket for my clients. <laughs> Well, that makes me think a little bit about when I work with a private client doing yoga. It's really, um, it's an amazing process to try in the moment to try to figure out what's going on with them. How are they feeling? What are they thinking? And it's, yeah, it's pretty, um, you're all, you're both in a pretty vulnerable position at that moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think with yoga, what I find that I love is that I find I've, I've, had wonderful teachers, it feels like, and I would love to check out one of your classes as well, Emily. But I find that they do a really good job at the beginning of the class, usually, in trying to help find where people are at mm-hmm. and just feel meet people the, where they are. Yeah, that's really and important. Absolutely, and I, because a lot of times for me, I want to do yoga and I, I want to be there, mm. but dragging myself out of the house to go do it is right. sometimes really a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Once you get it. there. But once I get there, I feel like, yeah, the teacher really kind of finds me where I'm at mm. and helps pull me out of that space and kind of grounds me to being in that moment. Right. And I feel so much better. Yeah. So much oh, better. Good. Glad yeah. to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Great. So one of the things that often runs through my mind and that I always think of when I think of landscape design is I did a project back in um, college and and the program that I went to was interior design, landscape design, um, construction management and architecture. And we were all in the same classes together. It was really cool. Yeah, that's really collaborative. It it was wonderful. And we learned a lot about how each other work and and the processes. And honestly, construction management was the only one that we we were like, what are you guys doing here? (laughs) 
Like, so you go do paperwork and we'll design. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but that said, um, one of the things that we worked on was the outdoor living room. And yes. like, like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Um, and we also talked about um, the front porch of a house and how it's uh, – What was, there was a, an article that I read about it, how – People need a space on the in the front of their home to be able to watch the world go by. Mm. Just a, that's a really a space good way to, to look stop at and it. watch everything happen. Yeah, I like so, that. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and maybe I get stuck on rooms, mm-hmm. but I think that that's an important way to draw that connection between the interior spaces and the exterior spaces is to consider the exterior spaces in a way like rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Do you find that happens a lot? I mean, are you? Yes. Do you often do that? Do you delegate? This is this space is dedicated for this type of activity. And I mean, we talked about transitional spaces. So I think more and more with this trend really, you know, gaining steam over the past handful of years, uh, you're seeing more and more defined use of space. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's helping to make these outdoor rooms really, truly feel like it and not an, an independent space in one way. But a a part of the whole puzzle mm-hmm. in other ways because it's trying to link the interior, it's trying to link the exterior, and so you've got this outdoor room, but then it's also um, a transition into the natural landscape, mm-hmm. typically. So mm-hmm. you, yeah, I think that absolutely, it's um, it's it's becoming more and more that these areas are defined, and I think a lot of that comes down to the fact that there's more and more materials available to. Um, the landscape industry uh, mm-hmm. that help to furnish these spaces so that they feel like a room. Mm. You know, you've got yeah. you've got these large fireplace setups. You've got these wonderful grill and you know stove oven applications. Oh, um, the outdoor kitchens right now are oh, amazing. it's just bonkers. It's totally bonkers. Mm. Yeah, I've but, had a couple clients look at me and say, "Could you do an outdoor kitchen?" Like, no, but I know other people. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah. not me. I'm so overwhelmed at the thought of it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, you. I mean, it's it goes as far as the furniture, you know, yeah. and thinking of, you know, uh, fabric and texture mm-hmm. for um, outdoor fabrics translate completely Sunbrella. to indoor fabrics. <laughs> I mean, oh, people yes. with kids, oh, yeah. you are crazy if you're not using outdoor fabrics inside the, your home. <laughs> right. The, the outdoor fabrics now, too, I think that... So people automatically, yeah. Oh, people man. automatically think of what used to exist in outdoor fabrics, Absolutely, and they yeah. were, you know, Pretty it was like horrible, plasticky right? and totally, yeah. And now the the outdoor fabrics, I mean, you would never know. Mm. Yeah, same and, with the rugs, and that's the thing. I think a lot of these products, while some a lot of them have been, you know, available for years, they're really helping to bring the the um, quality of those products. So that they're yeah. more seamlessly integrated in between both spaces. Mm. Right. Well, yeah. and the fact that you can use them in both spaces. Absolutely. It, just, right. yep. it pulls mm-hmm. it all together so well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it all also relates to how much people want to be in nature. I mean, if there's mm-hmm. it's no accident that they want to create these outdoor rooms. Definitely. Right. right. People Definitely. recognize the need for that mm-hmm. and how it makes them feel better to be yeah. more in touch with nature. I was just in Kauai and there was a, oh, there's a botanical Kauai. garden there. Have you been to the one that Which has... One? I can't think of the name. It's down pretty far south, but it has um, what the guy called Outdoor Rooms. There was a wealthy guy who had a house there, okay. and it's now part of what you can tour on the gardens. Oh, gosh, but he I created, don't know if I like, have been to that one. Yeah, he had, I think there were four or five different. They were all very different. Okay. But they were all outdoor rooms that had different names. Really beautiful. It was oh, such fantastic. a cool idea. Yeah, I've, I've 
we've been to Koi several times and love it. And we do, every time we go, make sure we go to some of the gardens around there. Yeah, um, but that amazing. one doesn't sound familiar. So I'm going to have to. Yeah, you got to check it is. out because you can go on a sunset tour and have a dinner as part of the tour oh, at the guy's my gosh. Oh my gosh. home. It's really awesome. <laughs> and I will be looking for tickets as soon as we yeah. get done with the show. Yes, that sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. it really mm-hmm. was. Well, there, so there's another garden on the island, and now I'm going to totally forget the name. Um, it is the Princess's Garden on the south end, mm-hmm. uh, the very south. Uh, I'm going to say it's the southwest side, but but now I, I'm getting my geographical. Yeah, I think they're all up. one overall organization. It and might, then there's like three or four be. different gardens, but they're all under the same umbrella. Okay, yeah. So we had gone to the Princess's Garden. I want to say it's the Allerton Garden, but I might. Yes. It is the Allerton Garden. Is And is that what you were talking about as well? Yeah. Okay. So in, there may be different parts of the garden that I just hadn't mm-hmm. explored like maybe you did. But um, the gardens were established years, yes. years ago, years ago. And even at that time, there was such a defined you know, design of these rooms and mm. these spaces. And so this is not a new concept. It's just that it's coming into... Becoming popular again. It's becoming popular again. And I think, uh, again, I think homeowners are finding themselves wanting to be more involved in this process. Mm-hmm. And they're being inspired by these makeover shows, which, again, blessing and curse. But <laughs> I think they're becoming more aware that they have this whole other space of their property. Right. Yeah. And so these outdoor rooms, they're just... they Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. I wish we had more time because I wanted to talk to you about people mowing lawns and <laughs> and that whole thing. Well, I think I think we might have to have another Missy. Visit. We might have to have a part oh, I two. Would love that. Yeah, I, I would think love so. That. Yeah, because yeah. that used to just be a default thing, and now people are doing lots of other things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's so many components to the landscape. You know, right. design, install, maintenance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely have to do a part two. Definitely. <laughs> so sadly, it looks like we are out it of looks time. Like we are out of time. But. We had a lot of fun having you, Missy. Thank you. I had a great time. We will definitely have a part two. Okay. Thank you so much for being our first guest. You are so welcome. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to reach Rachel Waldron, go to waldrondesigns.com. And for Emily Herrick, E-M-I-L-Y-H-E-R-R-I-C-K, yoga.com. And this is where we sign out. Remember, your inner space reflects your outer space. So make make it it your your oasis. oasis. I'm Emily Herrick. And I'm Rachel Waldron. Thanks Thanks for for traveling traveling with us to Inner Space.